Hey everybody, thank you for listening. We are the Lost and Found Ministry Podcast, and we are recording live in Simple Studios. I'm Clint Marker. I'm Dave Schneider. And I'm Dave Garza. Yep, and folks, today we are going to talk about something that is so rare in today's culture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Idolatry. Uh-huh, yeah. In the church. Yeah, yes. in it, the Specifically church. in the church. In and the I believe, church. Uh, Schneider, you got some stuff for us, right? Oh, man, I'm just praying. God. He's over here just, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's still praying. This is, a tough, praying. this is a tough conversation, man, but I feel like if we really want to uh, re-sanctify, I believe, the church in the West, because that's where we live, mm-hmm. this is a tough conversation, oh, but I think it's, it's necessary. It's necessary, and yeah. you know what? It, that's the thing, and just a reminder, guys, we're not here to cast any stones. Uh, at all what we are here to do is bring light to things that are happening understand this kills them. my flesh as oh, bad yeah. as it kills anybody else's okay? oh, oh yeah i'm just yeah. this yeah disclaimer know. we are all three uh, everybody yeah. uh, whether you're listening or not in some way shape or form you are guilty of this yeah yes so let's just throw that out there, okay? There's nobody on a soapbox in here. We're both very much, if we could lay on the floor and do no. this podcast, we would, because nobody here is high and mighty in this situation. No. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, in today's culture, whether it's church or just everyday life, it's so easy to accidentally slip into some kind of idolatry. That's right, and he just let it slip. Uh, that's what we're talking about, is oops, idolatry. <laughs> well, I mean, we did kind of say it before he said it just there, Kind of, if you didn't guess you're it. Saying. Raw, folks, raw. We just, we go with it. All right, it all. so I have, uh, so my first question is, what is idolatry? Um, and the definition for idolatry is, idolatry in Judaism and Christianity, the worship of someone or something other than God as though it were God. Hmm. Now that's pretty cut and dry, ain't it? That is pretty cut and dry. I mean, um, so being the fact that we're trying to specifically talk about church things, right? And so, now, look, can I can I clarify yes. before you continue? Okay, go ahead. Uh, we are saying church idolatry. Let's all remember for anybody who doesn't understand that the church is not a building. We're not talking about specifically what's inside of those two doors. We're talking about what's inside of the hearts of the people who go and worship in these doors. Okay, so we're talking about the body, the church well, yes, body. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Things that we're doing yes. in our lives yes. that can be classified as idolatry. To help sanctify us in the process of following Jesus. Yes, just wanted to clarify for those listening. Right, exactly. So, uh, first question. What do we have as idols in the church? Or what do we do that would be classified as idolatry? Mm. Or idolatry. Idolatry. Idolistic? Yes, idolistic. Um, behaviors, yeah, behaviorals, or, rituals. Yep, yep. What? I, so, can you name Clint on, or do you want to go second? I always prefer to go second. All right, but, Dave. Okay. Do you want one or a dozen? Just go. Okay. Uh, let's just start. So, number one that I feel is just in almost every church, in a sense. Okay, is uh, worship. And what do I mean by that? How are we idolistic? How do we how are we being uh, 
What I mean is singing praises to God is not idolatry. No. But when we are removing what the true meaning and purpose of worship is so that we can focus on flashy lights, really cool bass riffs, Mm. um, how loud the speakers are, um, how great... Making worship more of a show than it is a Well, and don't get me wrong, see now... I'm on the fence here because I honestly, I I don't fall into that so much because I believe we have an opportunity when we worship, you're part of a holy choir. Okay. You're worshiping God. You are, you are, your praises are headed up. Okay. And they're going up. So I don't think that you can be, a lot of people say, well, don't make it a concert. Well, I agree with that. But what I'm getting at is where. We take it from actually being in, going into oneness with God and being in in the presence of the Holy Spirit in worship. And when we take it from that and we're more focused on, oh man, you know, the singer today just really had a cool voice and he was, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, if you're noticing these things, then you're in worship for all the wrong reasons. Let, let's, let's go into this a little bit deeper, okay? Clint, you're on the, wor- we're on the worship team at, at where we were going. Correct. Right? Correct. So, and I think what Dave is kind of saying is that we don't just worship by singing. Right. Right? Yeah, like, it's not yeah. just, it's, yeah, exactly. You, you worship God with your whole life. That's right. That um, is correct. Like, that's a form of worship, right? Yeah. The things that we do. Anyway, so going down that road, what do you think would be kind of idolatry when it comes to just the performance, I guess, of singing. and Yeah, I would say, you know, for example, I just started going to this church in Pella, and I have not approached anybody yet about being on the worship team. And it's, for me, it, it used to be, it's not so much anymore because I've been through a lot, right? but it used to be one of those things where it is hard in a sense I'm at the point now where I kind of wish, and this may be going overboard, but maybe it's I think it's because of where I came from. I almost kind of wish I could play and not be seen, because that would mm. make things so much better for me. Because yeah. I think I think it's a, it's always a temptation because you want to sound good, right? You want to do right. a good job, right? And obviously, t- to a degree, I want to I want to do a good job for God, right? However, there's that flesh. Well, yeah, I want to be a good that's musician. Like, I'm, a, I'm a good drummer, and oh, I want right, to show. It. So, right. I think what we're all kind of trying to say is that when worship, and even people that attend... When mm-hmm. worship becomes a performance. When, yes. when worship becomes about me. Right. That's right. right. That's then, right. Then it's I don't idolatry. Like, yes, yes. And yes. people fall into that because they're like, man, I really just didn't like the worship here, and so I'm going to go to this different church. <laughs> yeah, where well, last that's another time, side of yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty right. sure, can we agree... Well, that's what I was going to say. Who's worship for? Right. Right. Worship is for God, and we've said that before, right? Like, we're not here to, uh, yeah, worship is, we're singing to God to not bring attention to us. That's right. Right. And and for me, like I said, for me, and I I don't know if it's like that for other people, but uh, it's something I've struggled with more so in the past than now. But I, you know, like I said, it's a flesh thing. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, when you're performing, you want to do a good job. Yep. But I mean, to a degree, your job is to ultimately create that atmosphere. 
That's right. The best that you can. I think it's the intentions of your heart that sure. really makes the difference. Yeah. Is yeah. Y- if you're saying, "Man, I really want to pray," or "I really want to play really good," so people yeah. can check out how good my skills are. Right. Right. That's the wrong intention. But right. if you're saying, "Man, I want to present an amazing performance," so to speak, for my king, mm. I want, I want him to see that I put this work in and this effort in because I want to worship him with a joyful noise, with beautiful sounds, with these things because I desire and love him so much. That That's where I come into the discussion that worship is more than just singing, you right. know, and that's typically because of the West, that's what we envision worship being because right. that's all that it saturates, you know, the church corporately right. Yeah. Right. in the West. Yeah. Right. Like, this is worship. Okay, mm-hmm. well, worship is more than singing. That's right. It's your service to the, right. to, it's to the service kingdom. service to God. It's, yeah. Right? Like, that, I, I believe that's probably more important because, like we said in the last podcast, I don't think that there's any word that describes how awesome and how good God <laughs> right. actually is. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like right. there's no words that we can say. There's no amount of playing. No, uh, like that's right. Lucifer was, you know, it, in charge of worshiping right. God. Okay. Yep. So you can worship God or sing to God and still be an idolater. Uh, yep. You know, that's right. So, that's right. So yeah, I just felt worship was a key one. Okay. For so me what's personally. another one? Um, another one. Yeah. You we said you got like our, 20 of them. Yeah, we worship our pastors. Ooh, that's what Ooh, I was going to say. dude. That is what I was going to say. We oh, worship goodness. the no person kidding. behind the pulpit rather yes. than the words coming out of the pulpit. Uh, that's definitely, yeah, that yeah. definitely happens in churches. Oh, man. I mean, sure. everybody wants a rock star preacher, right? Yeah. And that what they want? Oh, man, this guy's so good. He just, man, everything he, he gets says me is so, right. Yeah, everything he <laughs> says is right. That's when it's, whoa. As I've said before, Red flag. Uh, yeah. danger will Robinson. Danger will yeah. Robinson. Uh, that's he's right. So, he's so wise. Yeah, yeah. Just oh man, I can't wait to get there on Sunday morning because my pastor is just such a good man, and everything he says just really builds me up. He can do no wrong. No, what you should be saying is, man, I can't wait to get there because I have a pastor who's such a servant that the words coming out of his mouth are the words right out of God's word. Right. That's what I. That's well, how we should be approaching. It. And I think a lot of it comes down to our hearts and where what we're going to church for. Right. Like we take people to the word shed, woodshed, wood wordshed, the woodshed <laughs> all the time. Right. Right. Because the, it, to a certain extent, that's the stuff that builds people more than just giving them nice words. Like, right. I, I'm just here to stroke your ego. Right. You know and just tell you how great you actually are right when in all reality i am horrible as a person to a certain extent you know in in god's eyes Mm -hmm. right there's nothing that i can do that makes me clean other than the fact that jesus washed me clean that's right so when that's right when god looks at me he sees jesus right not me not me right that's so, right. like, that's that sanctification that's aspect right. you were talking about. Uh, you know, la- the last podcast, um, at least I think the last podcast, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> so I don't know where we're at. I don't know what we're doing. But, yeah, dude, uh, 
I think I think in the West we've really come accustomed to man, just look at my preacher. Yeah, if man. You have, if you have any questions, I'm just going to take me. you to my church right. so that you can talk right. to my preacher. No, right. dude, like we're all according to scripture, a royal priesthood. Yeah. That's right. Like That's right. We're supposed to be bringing people to church so that they can be equipped to do the work of God, mm. not to get saved. Yeah, mm. we're there for a Holy Spirit experience. We're not there for a we're great speaker experience. We're there to get built experience. up. That's right. Motivational and, and, speech. Yeah. Right. Well, right. you know, <laughs> oh, man, there's a lot of people no. out there that go to some of the biggest churches that... Oh, they're not preachers. They're motivational speakers. Right. And most of those fall into these prosperity gospel guys. And that's that's why. is that, Because the more they can excite you, the more they can tickle your ear, the yeah. more they can flutter your heart a little bit. I feel like God kind of laid this on my heart as I was kind of going through this process of, of okay, God, like, what are you trying to say through this stuff? What are you right. trying to kill when it comes to things that you see that the church in the West mm. is doing. And one mm -hmm. of the things that I believe, and, and you kind of shared it with me, was it yesterday? Maybe the day before? The, uh, the email, text message you sent? Oh, yes. But yes, anyway, that article, yes. Yesterday. Uh, one of the main points that it says, or the thing that kept on coming up was our flesh is the winner when it comes to idol worship. Oh, <laughs> like, man. Idol worship is a way of pacifying our flesh so that we feel good about who we are. That's right. You know, it is another form of manipulating things so that we can feel comfortable in our sin. Exactly. And so, like, that was one of the big things that I felt like God kind of revealed to me as I was seeking out, okay, God, what is it that you're trying to, t to get out to your people? Right. When we come in here and we're going to talk to people about uh, idol worship in the church what do you want to say right and i believe that was one of the biggest things you hit it you know like the flesh um pastors pastors are not immune from no they're men and from, women correct. exactly like correct we're supposed to be praying for them yes to bring the right words that don't edify our flesh but will give us honest that's right. Input. Now, That's right. it's not always going to the woodshed. No. It's right. not always. Right. Like, there's a balance here. And, mm -hmm. and in the West, we're either one way extreme right. one way right. or way extreme the other way. Like, we're either, That's like, right. really Charles Spurgeon, crucify your flesh. Right. Yeah. Or it's, or, oh, you are just, you should you're walk You're perfect the way yeah. you are. Exactly. Yeah. Or you're Joel Olstein, the yeah. completely opposite direction. Yeah. Right? Like, there's no balance here to where it's like, man, you know, so you're either getting slapped one direction or you're getting slapped, slapped the, the other, other. direction. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's so much to walk this ground that does both. What kind of, yeah. can I can I jump in on your sure. thing yeah, here? Dude, so, so, so what can we... Okay, so talking about this, because this is a serious epidemic. I think it's a problem. Uh, dude, it is a problem. You Let's think just, idol idolatry of the pastor? We, oh, man, it's very we, much. Well, look at, okay, and I'm going to call it out. Fruits. Look at all social media <laughs> right. platforms. Yeah. Okay. You don't see the pastor who's got five people in his congregation and is preaching a really great message, man, and really building you up but 
taking you to the woodshed at the same time. Do you yeah. know why? Because that doesn't appease the flesh like Dave is saying. The yeah. ones that we see are the ones that are on these huge stages and have, you know, oh, if you just give this much and if you just do this and they're these happy-go-lucky preachers yeah. and the, we, we don't see those things, but it, it just jumping in, how do we, for our listeners, for our brothers and sisters out there, what are some red flags, guys, that I can think- alert us to these rock star preachers well it's not even necessarily has to be a rock star preacher i think i mean i personally believe i've seen borderline preacher idolatry you know when even if it's in, in my situation a smaller church where when the pastor's gone yep people don't show up yep it's like oh pastor's yep. not there so yeah they I don't can't need mention to to they're gonna or, be gone or it's or the other direction where well you, you know I, I i can't i can't go with you to church because not a lot of people go. Not a lot of people go to the church, and I don't want pastor to feel bad that I'm not there. And you know, so I, th- I or or where are your loyalties? Right. Are you are you? Do you have a sense of loyalty to your pastor? Obviously, to a degree, you should. But it's like, why do you go to church? Well, if, right. if as soon as the pastor walks in, you feel like you have to stand up and clap for them. Right. <laughs> like that should be right, a red right, flag. Like, that's right. You know, like my pastor the, at the church I go to now that's not an expectation okay like that doesn't necessarily happen right you know what i mean right but we all admire you know where we're going when it comes to the stuff that he's telling amen amen i agree it's a lot it's practical that's right um i think that's a red flag um you know you can get really far into the spiritually abuse side of things both ways Right, so like where all I'm doing is taking people to the woodshed. Right, not that Spurgeon. Okay, there's a balance to Spurgeon. That, <laughs> right, that it, but the people that are there and are only using the words to beat the snot out of you. Right, those are the ones. Those are the scripture or the passages that they take from sermons from Spurgeon. That right, right, right. Like I really yeah. want to go really hard one direction. Uh huh. I've come from that. Right, like you're gonna yeah. force your wife to come do this. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. You know, okay. But then you get the completely other side where you get they got thousands and thousands of people. Nobody's being sent out. Right? Yep. There's no growth here in the fact of I want to be more than just sitting in a pew and listening to you talk about whatever. Uh, whatever right, the right. case is. You know what right. I mean? Like. There, there are people I think now some of the movement that's coming out when it comes to I don't know I've seen I see a lot of stuff on on TikTok and you know it's it's one of those deals like you um, we just had a conversation about process and these people take this so far as to be like if you got an owl statue in your house that's some spirit that's not even in the scripture right that something earthly based earthly based that, it's, yep. it's witchcraft it, right. it's new age right and it, it goes so far as to say if you don't get rid of everything that's owl in your house you're gonna have a spirit in your house right it, it's right. just so far out in left Field it is that it it's is. just ridiculous. No, where you're do you right. get? Can you show me in scripture where you got that from? Yeah, exactly. Where do you get can, that? Can from? you can you explain? Well, but then to they'll me. go to oh, remove all idols. And yes, we 
Yes, I get it. But I, we I take understand. it. No, but I'm not is, defending it. I'm just right, saying that's what they come at, you know, at least me with in personal experience. I've said that before. Okay, show me in scripture where it says that, you know, I can't have a a wood carving of an eagle because oh the eagle stands for this and or or i can't have like you said an owl oh no i can't go in your house you have if you got an altar to buy all and you're burning babies on the altar right you can't do that you can't do that, that. Is idol that, worship right, right right like that is straight up pagan right, right. you know what i mean like absolutely okay I understand that. Right. That's in scripture. We well, can see that. Well, did you know that they you pray know? over this or they pray over right. that? There's so many of that going on that oh, I'm dude. like, wait, time out. Yeah, time So out. my couch was built by some pagan dude in a third world country. In China. So I and, have to get rid of my couch right. that I sit on all the time. Right, right. Because it, it goes so far. Oh, man, we could just, I mean. In the opposite direction that I'm not going to have anything in my house. No, no. You know what I mean? Even down all. to your car. Oh, well, so you're telling me that everything that's been manufactured, everything that you have, was made by people who are progressively chasing sanctification and are fully talking to God on a daily basis. Exactly and my you're point. you're telling me no. Even because, the Bible that's printed, that's in your hand. Yeah. Uh, right. Was, yeah. Oh, there was a guy who's an atheist, doesn't even believe in God, working in the Bible he, printing he put, shop. He put, yes. yes. Come on. I mean, yeah, exactly. Can we, can at we one stop point, doing that? That's right. At one point, do you, at one yeah, at what point while do we still draw being, the line? Do we just say, you know what? This is stupid. This is flat out stupid. And it's how can we just how can we live that way, man? I mean, you would be the only way you're gonna get fully to that point if you're standing butt naked in the middle of a field with nothing around you at all. But guess what? Even the earth has corruptness to it so you're still not a, oh i mean what i do know you, i uh, get you jump out of the plane in so, the 13 seconds that you're falling through the air butt naked you may be as holy as you're gonna get okay uh, but other than that how wow uh, okay I, are you done I, no, <laughs> it fires me up man because i'm sorry i'm calling it what it is it is stupid it, it's just it's so far out in left field that i guess that's kind of the point i'm trying to make there's so many people out there talking all kinds of uh, just craziness do we believe in the sufficiency of christ and what he did right you know what i mean like right. seriously you know it, it's there's is it not enough it, it, yeah exactly that's kind of my point you know we talk about progressive sanctification that's good that's awesome right you know but there's a point where it goes way too far in one direction yeah, or man. the other yeah i agree you know like there's so much that can be learned right but there's so much bad information out there that it, and when this stuff is coming in the church that's now, right these people are coming in and they got millions of people and dude i believe in deliverance man absolutely i do However, if we're not teaching people, like if there's no discipleship, That's we're right. not doing anybody any good oh, the Western by churches. setting people free. You're right, brother. You know, because Come on. we're not doing the teaching that stops right. that. It's kind of like if all I do my whole life is eat Big Macs, <laughs> Come you know, on. and I start working out, is that going to do me any good? No, no, because all I'm doing, I haven't stopped Right. Doing the you things exactly that pr produce the fruit that I'm desiring That's by right. working out. 
Right. So I'm wasting my time mm-hmm. by working out because all I'm doing is eating Big Macs. That's right. You know, it, it's it's similar with our spiritual walks to a certain extent. That's right. where progressive sanctification right. is important, like we talked about last time. That's mm-hmm. right. You know, but you know, I I, I feel like you know we we are our own worst enemies when it comes to some of this stuff. Oh, you know, man. And kids see it. Yep. My kids see it, and yep. they're like, that's not real at all, man. Right. Like, what are you talking <laughs> right. about? That's so far out in left field. No wonder why atheists look at us and freaking laugh, because they're like, wow, <laughs> this is stupid. Do you know what the you big know? word like, for that is? Hypocrites. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hypocrites. We talked about that. It's too. hypocrisy, dude. That's what it is. And it, 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 it bleeds so deep. But again, like you said, we're we're not just throwing stones here. I believe we all do it in a sense because I catch myself doing it. I'll tell my kids, oh, well, no, I don't really, you know, that's kind of linked to a pagan thing. And I'll catch myself doing it. Why should I care if it's linked to a pagan thing if I truly believe that my Christ my my savior was sufficient enough then it's been defeated it's been conquered it's what's in my heart that's going to make the difference if i look at this iphone and i say oh this iphone helps me communicate with people and do ministry or any phone i or guess any uh, phone, uh, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 or android or android or android whatever is holier than iphone <laughs> but windows if I look, if, phone whatever it is if i look at this phone and i say okay this phone helps me achieve ministry that's me giving glory to it god can, yeah. yeah right yeah. right or i can look at it and say well this phone was built in the hands of an atheist it was probably so, put together by a freaking six-year-old in uh china well just that you know like just kind of like you're not far you know, from the truth i mean <laughs> honestly right. uh, but but just saying is it not about the way we look at things because how's that going to be? What's where's our where's our eye focus on here when it comes to idolatry? See, if I hold this phone up close to my face and I'm looking at it, I can't see a lot of things around it, right? Right? Because it's big, it's in my view, it's what's consuming my vision. But if I put it farther away from me, it doesn't look as big and I keep my focus on God. That problem is minute in my vision. Because it's farther away from me because right. I'm making God bigger than the crap in front of me. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, in, in the phone situation, I think it's more, how does it does it consume your time? Does it pull you away from time discipling your family? Right. Or doing ministry? Right. Or, you right. know, w- doing the good works of, of God? Does Amen. It, does it pull you away from that? If it does, then you might want to question Even ministry, to a certain extent. Yeah can do that too oh well because we can can idolize ministry can we not we can and that's a possibility that's right pks yeah well and so that kind of goes into another point that i felt like god kind of i feel like today in the western church to a certain extent we're turning the church into a corporation or the family business you're talking about pks right yeah like kids that just will oh I'm going to go into ministry because my dad was in ministry and his dad was in ministry yeah. and his whether or not they're qualified to talk about right. anything right. when it comes to ministry at all or in general like we're kind of like right we're just, right we we yeah. like to get obsessed with uh where those before us have been right you know a stature thing 
And and Dave, do you remember the discussion we had when I originally talked about pursuing my credentials mm-hmm. and the process of that and how I had to make it very clear? It just so happens to be that the place where I was going and the board in which I would have been seated in front of and the regional guys and all this, my grandfather was a big influence in all this. Mm. Spent many, 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 many years in this church and in this organization, giving, faithfully, tithing, setting a great example. Wasn't a perfect man, but you know, he No none of us are. Right, right. Yeah. But but you know, had a great stature with the church. Okay, as far as good standing, let's just call it that as right. we read, good you know, standing, yeah. and good standing with our arbitrary membership rules that we have. But so <laughs> and in good standing. And I had to be very clear with some head people. Mm. I told them, I said, yeah, I'm very aware that you've known my family. You've known me since I was in diapers, since I was born, because you were friends with my grandfather. Mm hmm because you serve with my grandfather now i'm not standing before you because of what he's done right i'm standing before you because of what god's done in me and 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 i I just bring this up because you know i'm first first generation right pastor right right nobody else in my family has ever been a pastor right but i will say that it was way harder um to be viewed like that oh yeah because it's like, well, how do you know that you're like, you don't have any background in it? Right. No, I don't. No. You know, you're right. But he has been forgiven much, loves much, and I've been stupid a lot. <laughs> and so I just want to share the love of Christ with other people. Right. Which is what we're called to do anyway. Amen. You know, Amen. regardless of what that looks like. That's so right. I bring up the fact that it becomes like a family business because certain people may look at you and go, well, how do you know? Right, right. That what you're saying is right. Well, I mean, I read scripture and I understand right. to a certain extent, just as much as you, maybe. Uh, right. You know, like right. what disqualifies me just because none of nobody in my family has served right as a pastor before right. ever. Right, right. You know why I mean? is it that why what God can't talk to me equally the same that they speak to somebody who's a pk or or even not even just a pk just somebody oh well i was fully brought up and raised in church from day one and i did this and that does not entitle you to anything mm. you can satan goes to church <laughs> right i mean yep. come on it's true it, i mean he 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 knows more about scripture than a that's lot right of us, that's I right believe. you are not yeah. going to debate scripture with him right. okay so it's in the same sense man i get what you're saying dave and and, and that's that's unfortunate that's like kind of that's kind of like the thing, you know, the struggle of, of poverty. You know, well, if you grew up poor, let's, you're not going to be expected to do as well as the rich kid. Let, well, let's know? look at it like this. We do this in the church, too, where, you know, somebody who ties or gives a whole bunch of money, you know, this brings up a question. And I'll, I'll ask the question after I get done talking about this. But I've had this discussion with people that are in the certain bent of prosperity to a yeah. certain extent and I asked the question can a poor person minister the gospel of Christ as effective if not more effective than somebody that gives a lot of money or has mm, money come on mm. come is on. that possible yeah if that's possible then your prosperity gospel is crap that's right no offense. that's right you know that's right. I'm trying to be as nice as I can but in the same instance 
It it has nothing to do with money. That's exactly it. It man. has nothing yeah. to do with you money. You can't right. buy holiness. You can't. It's right. impossible. You can't do it. Your your, your possessions don't matter. Right. Exactly. I mean, seriously, you yeah. don't leave with anything. Right? That's right. So, like anything that we gather here is just it's it it goes. Somebody else That's is right. going to get what you have. That's right. right. Yeah. I mean, That's in the right. prosperity gospel, it's like the more you know, you're. The more you have shows, well, he must be a faithful giver with all the stuff that he has. So he and must I'm be not doing against giving, right. but I, it, right. th- this brings up my question. Right, but I'm okay. saying that giving in the prosperity section is like a test, is a quote testament to how well you're doing with right. in Christ. In, in well, Christ. it puts idolatry right. on the dollar bill. Right, right. That's exactly. what it does. That that is. Mm, Ninety-five uh, percent of the West preaching, right there. Oh, oh yeah, I would say Absolutely. if you watch TBN for any Absolutely. amount of time, right. you know you'll know where this is going. Yeah, turn you it know? off. So, my question is: in the church today, I, I, I like, I believe in tithing. I tithe. Yes. Okay. Amen. I tithe ten percent more than that. Because I think that tithing is more than money too. I, I agree. Know, it it's comes more than a percentage. Yes, but. Anyway, so would I believe the part that puts to death idol worship when it comes to tithing? Would you give money even if the government didn't give you money back? Yes. I I would say the same thing. Yes. And why? And my my question being like I think this is an overall question for people that go to church, would you give money or give all of yourself, or all the things, or your time, mm-hmm. even though it's not comp- pre—it's not recompensated to you. Right. right, right. Would you still do this if somebody wasn't up at the pulpit telling you you're going to be ex- compelling, exceedingly you? blessed, compelling you to do yes. it? Right, exactly. Compelling you to do it. It, it, Which it Paul goes, says we shouldn't do. It, it goes beyond. Right. You know. Oh well, I'm going to give. The government's going to give me back. Yeah, my it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't it, matter. I've actually had this argument, okay, and we've talked about this. I don't agree. Personal Dave Garza opinion here, so don't get your <laughs> don't get your underwear yes. all twisted here, guys. Personal opinion. I think it's it, it, it is unnecessary to put your name on an envelope. Agreed. Stuffed with money, so that the church can acknowledge what I give. First of all, let's start from the beginning. This money right. is not for you. It's for my God. Well, it is not for you. I don't care if you know how much I give. I don't care if you think I give it all because that is for the relationship building between me and my Savior. Right. It tr- I trust you God have nothing with to do with everything this. I'm giving this. That's for. right. But, That's right. you know, tithing was instituted among men by God in order. That was their government at the time. Right. That they right. were giving 10% of everything for, and right. it wasn't necessarily money they were giving. And who yeah, instituted and actually, there that? Was yeah, the exactly. Pharisees yes. were... Ha- oh, come on. Anyway, I, but, mm-hmm. but what I'm saying, Dave's going to start throwing I stuff. I am. I'm going to start so breaking There's actually out. multiple tithes. It was more like 20 30%. Oh, and it right. was. Exactly. Plus, let's talk about all the labor. Correct. That exactly. they put that's you through, too. That's what I'm saying. So like, what are we... Even, let's even call it what it is. It's slave driving. It, even when it came to your crops, you didn't harvest a certain percentage of your crops. Right. So that people who are homeless had... It, it was all about food to eat. That's yeah. right. That's you know right. what I mean? Like, that it was, was a different the time. Point. They didn't have a grocery store. There wasn't high V on the corner. Exactly. You had to count so on I'm your neighbor. what I'm saying is, like, we're instituting this in the West to pay somebody to preach, which wasn't necessarily the case i mean the people 
that worked in the in the office of they didn't call them pastors, right? You know right, what I mean? Right, like right. that was their food that they ate. Absolutely. That was, it, absolutely, you know what I mean? Like well, there was right, more there, right? And they did it so that other people had food to eat if they were poor. They right. were widows. That's right. They were right, orphans. Right. It, right. it was a whole system. They together filled the storehouse in the West. We don't even take care of orphans. We let the state do that. Well, yeah, we don't take care right. of widows. That's we right. let the state well, do that. Well, yes, it's you know the church has given over a lot of yeah things for us to the having state, separation of church government. and state. It sure seems <laughs> yes. like the state's calling a lot of the shots for the church. Correct. Yeah. We, anyway, that's a whole nother episode. Exactly. Uh, but and you know what? Let's just look at this kind of worship too. You want to talk about it being money? You want to talk about idolatry and money? Here's the thing. Here's how what what and I'm not saying every church, but Western church and probably churches around the world. Why do they want your name on that little envelope? Oh, but it's for taxes. Okay, well, I don't care if the IRS knows how much money I gave. I don't care if they want to give me a refund. They can keep the money because yeah. it wasn't entitled to them in the first place. And but let's be honest, how is it idolatry for the church? It's so that somebody can sit in a little office and look at that name and go, oh, well, so-and-so gives this much. So we're going to let them act like a fool in the church and misguide and mislead people, teach false doctrine. Let's put a plaque on the wall with their name on it to make them feel warm and fuzzy and all of their sin. Get out of my face with it, man. You don't need to know how much money I give because God knows. Uh And if that envelope means so much to you, I'll give you all the envelopes you want, but they're not going to have very nice things that say on them, okay? Because what it's going to be, it's going to be convicted words that are coming from the Holy Spirit that are going to let you know that your methods are wrong, they're arbitrary, and they're not biblical. Uh, as someone who does not, who believes in giving, but does not believe in tithing, um, <laughs> sorry, I just... I, <laughs> I, I just I just alienated a bunch of people. Uh, I think Dave just alienated everybody else. Uh, the so. church. The I, church. I'm not sorry. I'm not going to apologize. The church I'm sorry I grew for up apologizing. In, the church I grew up in obviously was a prosperity church that believed if you don't give ten percent, give your tithe, you're robbing God, and uh, compelled every Sunday. You know, basically told you you were uh, disobedient to, to God if you didn't give ten percent, whether you're right. rich, poor, doesn't right. matter. Right. Um, I. S- and coming in that church in particular, just have some insider knowledge. They know the pastor. Everybody knows who's giving and how much, and how giving, much, right? And if they're tithing and if they're not. And I can tell you that they looked at people differently if they tithe and yep. if they didn't. And I th- and I've heard I've heard other pastors on like YouTube and stuff say, well, if you don't tithe, don't even come to me with your problems. Right. No, dude, I've if, if seen this. If you don't this. tithe, yep. you have no say on what goes on That's in That's okay. I, I know some that'll say that we're not going to credential you right. if you don't provide us with proof of how much you give. I can neither Are confirm you? nor deny that happens. Uh, I stopped so, filling uh, out envelopes at the church I went to. I stopped filling out envelopes. Yep. I just dropped my cash in the bin because yep, yep. it's none of your dang business. That's right. I what have been, I give and I what have, I don't. Dude, brother, I have literally been told that, oh, well, we're going to have to put you in this seat and we're going to have to evaluate how much you've given. And here's the thing. If you truly believe in the spirit of God and that we all hear from God and we're trusting a brother as, as we're supposed to do, then we don't need any requirement of this information right. because we're going to say, my brother's heart, I'm going to trust and have faith in him. And God, that He's speaking to him, and right. that He's doing what is right. And I think, I think the hope in this, you know, um, being on a board, um, 
I think where we can go to help from this manipulation happening, well, everything we're talking about when it comes to tithing, right. when it comes to protecting even the pupils' hearts of the the in the church, is to have a board that will hold people accountable, i.e., the pastor, or even um, that you can bring issues up that are happening in the church right. where. Things are being manipulated where I can go. It, it's like it's like having checks and balances for your church. Right. So that one person doesn't carry around so much power that they can't be slapped That's right. down That's for right. manipulating um, what we're doing. Because there in has the church. to be total because accountability on all ends. I'll, I'll be honest with you, dude. Church is the place where we should be able to go and be open and honest with things. The board is the the biggest benefit we have to make sure that people are not being abused yes. by the yes. power that spiritually speaking man that's more power than even the government has. oh dude it's our elders that we have to lean on on that exactly and and so i feel like i feel like having a good board or a good committee that will hold people accountable listen to problems that will be open. I've been in a lot of churches, dude, that they don't have a board that will hold a pastor accountable. They'll just kind of go with whatever yeah, the pastor yes says. Yep. Yeah. Um, it, or even, you know, I've seen my job as a pastor in previous um, circumstances that, that I have to protect these people because nobody else is. Right. You know, right. And, and I have to stand there and take heat um, because I'm going to go to the pastor and be like, dude, what you're doing it's is wrong. manipulative. That's right. It's wrong. It's not supposed to be that way. The board wasn't there to back me up, and I caught the heat and got fired. Been there, mm -hmm. done that too, brother. You know what I mean? Yep. That's tough, dude. That it is. sucks. It is. But I will do it to protect people. And I believe that our boards are the biggest way that we can do that. Yes, Amen. I agree. I agree. That's absolutely right, brother, because of that. So whole if you're group. a board member, huh. like you have a ultimate responsibility before God to help people that maybe don't even have a voice, That's that right. the pastor has more of a voice yes. than anybody else in the church. Yes, you dude. have a duty to the congregation. You have a duty to the pastor. You have a duty to everybody there because... You know what? Let's all be honest. Pastors are not perfect people, man. They're we not. forget that. They're and we've got to have somebody there to say, brother, this isn't right. Mm -hmm. We know. So I believe that in the West, to a certain extent, we've gotten to go too far down one direction oh, because yeah. we've, I, I've seen it. People like put people on their boards that are easily manipulated or that or, idolize or them. will just go with whatever they yep. say. Yeah. When in all reality, as a board, we're supposed to be holding him accountable and also like being the judge, so to speak, that will implement justice where it's right. needed. Yes. Whether it be one side or the other, whether it but hurts you're supposed the feelings. to, we're supposed to be the people that can judge and hold accountable. But a lot of that gets pushed aside because. 
people implement rules like I'm only going to put people on my board that are going to do whatever I want because that's how I become successful as a pastor. No, 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 you no. You need people that are going to challenge Well, and you. that's and here's the flat question about it, Dave, is, is, is as a, you know, whether you're bored, whether you're a member of a church, whether you're whatever it is that you're in the church, if you're just going along with things, here's what it says, is it says that you truly don't can care one bit about the condition of that person's heart. You don't care about their salvation. You are willing to put friendship and comfortability right before righteousness. Well, yeah. that's it, that makes you not a pastor. That right, <laughs> right. A pastor, you know, ever not everybody that's called pastor has the gifting of pastor. Like I believe that's one of the gifts. Well, no, that especially the spirit when you gives can us buy it for twenty bucks online. Now. That, that's where I came up with the you know, turning the church into a corporation, mm. you know, um, the church doesn't run like a corporation. There's no corporation out there right. that is spiritually beneficial to anybody. That's right. Target That's is right. not spiritually or any of the anything. That's it, it, for sure. It's not, it's not spiritually beneficial to people. You have somebody that's in a role that I'm going to be vulnerable in more of a capacity with my pastor than I am in any other institution that That's exists right. That's right. in America. That's right. You know what I mean? Like that is a deeper thing yes. that is more intimate than some people even have more intimate relationships with their pastor than they do with their own wives. Oh, come on, man. Because they idolize them so much. Right. That's the thing. But, you know, like that's where I'm saying, like there needs to be that check and balance. Like I think that God knew... I don't think I know God knew way more right that we'd be where we are today. Oh, absolutely. You I know, mean here like break it down takes God that's right. surprise. Yeah, he's not okay. surprised. The same way that we want to mock the Israelites for the golden calf, we're doing the same thing right here in the Western church. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, come on, yeah. it just looks different. It just yeah. looks different. Yeah. But spiritually speaking, man, like there has to be a check and balance there. And and that's what what makes that position so important. It does it in does. the church today because it is a safeguard for people that it, it puts the right people in place to hold the right people accountable, yes. so that they don't go too far into abuse. That's with, right with other people. That's right. Yeah, you know, yes. Like, An elder or a board member is not meant to fall in line. No, they're, they're there. meant to check. They're meant to be the checkers. Man, it's a hockey game in there because and and when they see it they need to be that red flag they need to be the whistleblower they need to be the watchman on the wall they need to be that because these things are happening and it's running rampant. it happens all the time oh man dude oh man and it's it's one of those deals like that should be like you said it throws the flag like hey flag on the play dude penalty that's that's not good you can't do that right you know and there are rules that we're supposed to be playing by, we can't just arbitrarily change them mid-game That's to, right. to, to accommodate That's somebody right. and what they yeah. want. Yeah, they're already arbitrary. So right. it's like, what are you going to do? How much manipulation can you stack on top of manipulation before your Tower of Babel falls on your face? I mean, come on. Come on. I, I, that's how I see it. Mm-hmm. Is is it's no different, man. In the repeated, look at how idolatry worked out then. It doesn't work. 
And, and hey, man, what, that's what's exactly crazy, the answer. What's crazy, is, <laughs> what's crazy is we go, oh, we're going to worship all these idols. And then we're surprised that it's, <laughs> it, you know, like, <laughs> right now uh, I'm, we're I'm laughing. shocked. Yeah. Uh, it didn't right, work. Right. Like idolatry never works. No. It doesn't no, work. It is no different than going, you know, man, I'm I'm gonna dip my pinky in water and I'm gonna walk over and I'm gonna shove it in this light socket. And then <laughs> all of a sudden when I'm electrified, I'm gonna look at it, well, how'd that happen? Exactly. Yeah, guys, yes, we're doing the same work. thing. It doesn't work. It does it not never work. Do, it never works. And no. and we can see the fruit. And, and that's why I think it's so important to have people that call these things out in our culture that aren't the most liked people because they're like, oh, man, they're going against the status quo. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. You know, that's those exactly people are right. the most important yep. because they're going to go against the status quo. That's right. And raise questions. That's right. You know, and so... I think that the Western church has become more of a consumer-based product as opposed to serving God the way he desires for Amen. us to serve him. Amen. You know, and Amen. There, there are different things that we can do to make sure we stay on that path. But like I said, like... When we're putting yes-men in there, that's not being utilized. Hmm. It's, it's we're manipulating a manipulated system. Right, and manipulation never works either that's right like idolatry hey like you've said before guess what i don't know if you don't know this or not but you can't lie to god yeah okay so so while while your corruption when you sit around this table and make these decisions and move forward Mm -hmm. that are corrupted just because you're in this little group of people that you believe are holy doesn't mean that god's not watching right he's always watching he's always paying attention so you ain't hiding nothing from no one. And let's just remember, let's let's have some I I, I encourage you, man. Pray. Let, pray. Let's hope, repent. Let's hope that this and turn somebody away. up, man. I'm just saying, like, we 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 got a little hot, a little yeah. heavy. Yeah. You know, but what is this, true compassion? The the important discipline. Exactly. The important part though to understand and to get from all of this is we got to fix things if man. we if we want <laughs> we got to change we want revival from god the only the only hope we have is if god intervenes oh, man. right now and the only way he's going to do that is if we repent repent turn away and do it his way exactly it, it that's where my heart was when we started this conversation about idolatry is God is going to judge the church way more than he judges this world. That's right. By what we implement and what we do. That's right. And that stop playing games, guys. It's not a game. This is not a game, right? We can't play games. Yeah. And there's no, when you're in front of that judgment throne, there's no, Oh, hold up. Wait, Oh, wait, I have more to say, but wait, I take that back. I really meant, and he says, "Well, depart from me. I never knew you." That's I don't. No good, I don't guys. ever want to be. That's not going to be good, guys. <laughs> that's not good. So, so it, it, good. I think if it, if anything, yes, it, especially myself got really worked up in this one tonight. But that's it's because 
Uh, and I'm not trying to justify it. It's the passion right? behind what we're trying to yeah. do here. Is Listen, like, guys, it's like we love pleading. you. It's like pleading with you. Yes, yeah. it's desperation. Like, come on, guys, are you this blind? It's not about a country. It's not about a movement. It's about God. Right. Yeah. I mean, guys, even, what are we doing here? I mean, well, there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. it, it doesn't need to... How hard does it got to hit you in the face where you're like, hey, that kind of hurts. I should stop doing that. Yeah, it, That one kind of hurt. It's, I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it know, is what so it is. I, all I'm saying is I hope this built somebody up, man, and we didn't just go on a, an hour-long rant um, that just alienates everybody that listens to what we're trying <laughs> to do. You know, I, I really want you guys to understand our hearts in this. It wasn't about, it, but these things need to be pointed out. These That's things right. need to be talked about. If we're going to actually fix the wound or l- allow God to fix the wound, we have to see how bad the wound is. That's right. That's and right. that's not fun, but it's necessary in order for us to, to not, not that we fix it, but allowing God to fix it because if we don't see it, we can't fix it. That's right. The, the pain from tearing the bandage off to look at the wound so it can heal is a lot less than the pain of the wound making the making the infection spread and causing right. it everywhere. Yes. So you can either isolate the wound and take care of it, let God handle it, or you can let it spread. And there's only a certain segment of this country that's going to, or anywhere in this world, that's going to accept a message like this and be like, oh yeah, this is what we need, but it doesn't mean that we need to stop saying Oh, I, oh, we're not going to stop. Blessed is he that is persecuted for his righteousness. And I'm going to hold on to that. And and you know what? That's fine. You want to you wanna be upset with me? That's okay. That's okay. I'm not Send sorry. all emails to bikerswhobelieve <laughs> at gmail.com. Anyway, yeah. So, or on Dave Garza's webpage, he, yeah, he likes yeah, that kind of ahead. stuff. Go ahead. No, but... You know, in all seriousness, man, we we love you guys. We really yeah. do, and that's the reason why we say things. You know, it's like, dude, either we believe the stuff that Scripture says, or that's we right. don't, and that's we right. need to make a decision because eventually, you know, there's going to be a mark that comes out that you're either going to take it or you're not going to be able to participate in anything. And if you think on that day you're going to stand up and believe all this stuff that you haven't believed up to this point, you're wrong. Yeah, there's it's a not re- going to happen. Right. That, there's, there's a, a reason, reason why this happens when that's it right. does, right. so that when that stuff happens, you can stand strong in that day. That's right. Jesus not, didn't not say making the choice that day. You're going to make the you're wrong. You're going to make the wrong choice, and that's why Jesus Himself told us that if you're going to follow Me, you have to give up everything. There's a reason that that said that way, society man. is going to cut you off. That's right. You have to be willing. Yes. Yes. That's it. Right. No there. matter what it costs you, that's you right. have to stand for God. That's you right. have to stand with God, dude. That's going to be a tough choice mm-hmm. on that day, man. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't lived it up to that day, you're not going to make the right choice. That's right. And how do we get to where we can survive through that and where we can at least bear it? This. This right here. Practice makes perfect. So we might as well be practicing. We love you guys. We love you. Guys. All right, Clint. Uh, I believe you get to pray us out tonight, dude. Yeah. Uh, do us, do us justice, man. I uh, won't. <laughs> and, 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 and just one last thing, guys. Please, out of everything that we said, in no way when we're talking about tithing, we're not saying don't give to God. No, okay? we're not when saying you that. need to give yeah. to God. Okay, yes. but that's between you 
and God. Yes, okay, sir. and that's all we're trying to say. Don't don't let the corruption seep into your mind by somebody who compels you at the pulpit, just like Clint said. That was a great word. And just know that we are not on soapboxes, guys. Yes, we're yeah. amped up because we're compassionate or we're passionate about what we're talking about. And compassionate. And hopefully. compassionate. Yeah, it's our compassion that we're willing to take stones thrown at us to be here to get this word out. Just know that we love you. And we want to walk this out with you when we are far from perfect. You got three screw-ups sitting here just trying to walk this through with you. Mm. Okay? We love you. Clint, pray us out. And like Dave said, do us some justice here, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Soften the blow a little bit, man. I will try my best. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for the opportunity that the three of us had to come together and have this very important conversation on idolatry, Lord. I just pray that if any of us have any idols in our lives that you help reveal them to us so that we can get those out of the way lord i ask that obviously obviously i know your will will ultimately be done on this on this earth you are a sovereign god but i ask that if there's any grace lord I, i just ask that maybe there be a revival in our church yeah. and in our churches yeah. started with me yes and that we can remove the idols so that just maybe there could be a revival in the world yeah yes. sure. and i thank you holy spirit for your goodness your sacrifice your grace your love your righteousness amen, amen. good amen. job clint that, that was, was it yes that was it that's what we needed again guys we love you we appreciate you uh shoot us a message at uh, the Lost and Found Ministry Podcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook, The Lost and Found Ministry Podcast on Facebook. Check us out on TikTok, The Lost and Found Ministry Podcast on TikTok. And also check out the uh, Two Shepherds Outreach that we're a ministry of, Two Shepherds Outreach on Facebook, Two Shepherds Outreach Ministry on TikTok. And let's just come on, let's get together and let's just check out what we're doing aside from the podcast. Check out what God's doing in our lives. Check out what struggles we have. We are transparent. We're here to talk about That's it. Right. We're here to, man, we just want to get through this life together. You know what I mean? If we got to be here, let's do it together and let's fight these fires together. Amen. That's right. Yep. All right, the guys. Best way. Well, once again, I'm Dave Garza. I'm Dave Schneider. And I'm Clint Marker. And we're saying, please pray for us and have a blessed week. <laughs>